Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Thank you for being with us. The arraignments in Fulton County have begun. Two of President Trump's co-defendants turned themselves in yesterday afternoon at the Fulton County Jail. Scott Hall, an Atlanta bail bondsman, and former Trump attorney John Eastman. Marx's prosecutor, Fonnie Willis, is accusing Eastman in a 10-count indictment of advising President Trump that then-Vice President Mike Pence could reject electors from states where they believed there was fraud. Eastman talked with reporters after being arraigned and was asked about whether he still believed the 2020 election was stolen. My legal team and I will vigorously contest every count of the indictment in which I have been named and also every count in which others are named, for which my knowledge of the relevant facts, law, and constitutional provisions may prove helpful. I am confident that when the law is faithfully applied in this proceeding, all of my co-defendants and I will be fully vindicated. Thank you all, ladies and gentlemen, very much. Sir, do you believe about the false statements that were made during those subcommittee hearings about uh, 130,000 illegal votes cast when every investigation showed that so there I'm not taking any questions and answers, but my attorney can answer anything. I know that we're referring questions to your attorney, but do you still think the election was stolen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Still? No question. No so, question in my mind. Eastman made his view very clear following the 2020 election when he spoke at the Capitol rally on January 6. Here is Eastman on that day. We know there was fraud, traditional fraud that occurred. We know that dead people voted. But we now know because we caught it live last time in real time how the machines contributed to that fraud. And let me as simply as I can explain it. You know, the old way was to have a bunch of ballots sitting in a box under the floor, and when you needed more, you pulled them out in the dark of night. They put those ballots in a secret folder in the machines, sitting there waiting until they know how many they need. And then the machine, after the close of polls, we now know who's voted, and we know who hasn't. And I can now, in that machine, match those unvoted ballots with an unvoted voter and put them together in the machine. And how do we know that happened last night in real time? You saw when it got to 99% of the vote total, and then it stopped. The percentage stopped, but the votes didn't stop. What happened, and you don't see this on Fox or any other stations, but the data shows that the denominator, how many ballots remain to be counted? How else do you figure out the percentage that you have? How many remain to be counted? That number started moving up. That means they were unloading the ballots from that secret folder, matching them, matching them to the unvoted voter, and voila, we have enough votes to barely get over the finish line. We saw it happen in real time last night, and it happened on November 3rd as well. 
And all we are demanding of Vice President Pence is this afternoon at 1 o'clock, he let the legislatures of the state look into this so we get to the bottom of it and the American people know whether we have control of the direction of our government or not. We no longer live in a self-governing republic if we can't get the answer to this question. This is bigger than President Trump. It is the very essence of our republican form of government, and it has to be done. And anybody that is not willing to stand up to do it does not deserve to be in the office. It is that simple. Asking for a review of a rigged election gets you indicted in this day and age, at least if the Marxist stims are in charge, and they are. It's a true Marxist-Dem-led banana republic, isn't it? President Trump is set to turn himself in tomorrow afternoon at the Fulton County Jail. We'll be talking in just moments with Georgia State Senator Colton Moore, who's calling for a special session of the Georgia legislature to investigate Fulton County DA Willis and her targeting of President Trump. And tonight, the 2024 Republican debates kick off. Eight candidates, but one main presence won't be on that stage, and that, of course, is President Donald Trump. His absence means a lot fewer viewers for the networks and millions of dollars less in advertising money for the networks, and not likely a lot of entertainment or excitement. Trump, you might remember, was a firecracker in the 2016 Republican primary debates, when he started clearing out a field of 16 establishment Republicans for the GOP nomination. I'm not sure some of them have ever recovered from the Trump treatment that night. We thought you might enjoy just a a little reminiscence about what President Trump brings to a debate stage. Let's take a trip down memory lane and listen to some of President Trump's debate highlight moments. We need energy, we need quickness, and we need brain in this country to turn it around. Mexico is sending. Many killings, murders, crime, drugs pouring across the border, our money going out and the drugs coming in. And I said, we need to build a wall. And it has to be built quickly. And I don't mind having a big, beautiful door in that wall so that people can come into this country legally because our leaders are stupid. Our politicians are stupid. And the Mexican government is much smarter, much sharper, much more cunning. And they send the bad ones over because they don't want to pay for them. They don't want to take care of them. Why should they when the stupid leaders of the United States will do it for them? And that's what's happening, whether you like it or not. As far as single-payer. It works in Canada. It works incredibly well in Scotland. Hold on one second. I got a newsflash. I know. Hold on, Senator Paul. Newsflash. The Republican Party's been fighting against a single-payer system for a decade. So I think you're on the wrong side of this if you're still arguing for a single-payer system. I'm not. I don't think you heard me. You're having a hard time tonight. All right. Let's... Mr. Trump, you talked a lot about how you are the person on this stage to grow the economy. I want to ask you about your business record. Trump corporations, Trump corporations, casinos and hotels have declared bankruptcy four times over the last quarter century. In 2011, you told Forbes magazine this, I've used the laws of the country to my advantage. But at the same time, financial experts involved in those bankruptcies say that lenders to your companies lost 
billions of dollars. First of all, these lenders aren't babies. These are total killers. These are not the nice, sweet little people that you think, okay? You know, I mean, you're living in a world of the make-believe, Chris. You want to know the truth. This country right now owes $19 trillion, and they need somebody like me to straighten out that mess. President Trump says in light of his record high poll numbers, he sees no reason to go to a debate where he would presumably be attacked by the moderators whose corporate bosses are all in for Ron DeSantis or Glenn Youngkin or some rhino. President Trump posted this message on Truth Social for his supporters. Quote, Public knows who I am and what a successful presidency I had. I will therefore not be doing the debates. End quote. I believe President Trump did exactly the right thing in not going to these debates. He's the presumptive Republican nominee. He's ahead of everyone on that stage by a mile. And let's face it, he doesn't need to be there. Let's bring in now our guest today to take up the Georgia indictments and much more. Joining us is Georgia State Senator Colton Moore. Colton, great to have you with us on The Great America Show. Delight to have you with us. Lou, appreciate you having me on. The uh, you are you are raising all sorts of uh, hackles down there in Georgia, uh, going after uh, Fannie Willis. Uh, give us give us a sense of what's going on and how you're progressing on calling for a special session. Well, Lou, I'm I'm just doing my job. Um, the people of Northwest Georgia elected me to serve as their state senator. And they do not want their hard-earned tax dollars going to fund a political persecution. And that's what we have with Fonnie Willis. She's indicted 19 people on political nonsense, charging some people for making false statements. And her only evidence is a tweet. We have a fellow senator in my caucus who's also in that indictment. She tried going after our lieutenant governor. And regardless of whether you like Donald Trump or not, we should never have a judiciary going after their political opponents with absolute nonsense charges. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. And people, I think, are realizing that this has been going on for eight years. We're in the eighth year of the political persecution by the Marxist Dems and the deep state of President Donald Trump. Uh, and it goes on and on. And now we add to it, uh, you know, Fannie Will, uh, Willis, her her prosecution. I mean, I don't know what in the world she thinks she's doing down there. But then again, I didn't know what Alvin Bragg was doing. I don't know, for that matter, what David Weiss, the special prosecutor for Hunter Biden's doing. They are just kicking up a lot of dust and dirt. And for, I guess with the obvious uh intention of trying to deflect from the massive corruption of the Biden regime and the deep state. What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, I think I'll go further. I think she is a domestic threat to the United States Constitution, the Republic of Georgia. If you're going to try to suspend a potential senator from doing their job, if you're going to go after our lieutenant governor and you're going to make a big fundraiser page set up to go after your political opponents. Meanwhile, her local jail, the ACLU reports that half of the inmates there 
have yet to be charged with a crime. And I just read a report, roughly 60% of burglaries are up, homicides. That It's an absolute disaster in Fulton County. You've got RICO charges against Young Thug and Young Slime. They haven't even been able to pick a jury now in a year. So you would think if she was taking taxpayer dollars, she would be working for the taxpayers. Instead, she's working for her own communist agenda. Legislators in Georgia have a choice. They can either side with the communist rogue district attorney or they can side with the rule of law and the Constitution and do our job and defund this district attorney. Well, just to is she one of these uh, George Soros uh, acolytes? Uh, Is she she sounds suspiciously Marxist to me. Well, I I think she certainly is uh, based on her actions and her past political motives. Um, the action she's taking, right, go back to even the, the old Chinese saying uh, Leng Qing, which would mean death by a thousand cuts. And she's certainly participating in that uh, with all of the other charges across the country. The only difference is she's taken it to a greater extreme than anyone else by adding the RICO charges. Uh, these gentlemen and ladies could spend the rest of their life in jail. It's it's astounding what is what is happening, not uh, not only in Georgia, but around the country and in certainly the D.C. swamp. These charges, all of them amount to more than 700 years in prison for Donald Trump if he were to be convicted of all of them. My judgment is he won't be convicted uh, very long uh, for any of them. Uh, This is on its face a political persecution, as you said at the outset. And I hope the people of Georgia fully understand that. But that's a state that is hard to call call red when uh, it's uh, been voting blue. Lou, Lou, I don't know what I'm more surprised by, what you just said or the fact that legislators in Georgia aren't pushing for an emergency special session. That's what's so mind boggling. I mean, we have a GOP controlled legislature, but yet all of these elected officials want to sit on their hands and do nothing. It's time to take action, Lou. A Facebook post isn't going to get the job done. I couldn't agree with you more. And I don't understand why the U.S. Congress, by the way, isn't in special session right now with an impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. This country is has become filled uh, with uh, passive beta uh, individuals uh, in our in our elected uh, offices, whether it be federal, state or local. Uh, It's an extraordinary moment in time. That is all (laughs) with the exception of the Marxist Dems themselves, of course. Lou, I would encourage all of your listeners today to get on the phone with your state representative and your state senator and ask them, why aren't they doing anything? If they tell you we don't have the numbers, you ask them, why aren't they a number? Take action. Take a stand. That's what they should be doing. No question about it. Let, let's go to Willis and her role in all of this. Uh, the reports were, uh, and this from Newt Gingrich, a Georgian himself, uh, he heard from what he described as a reliable source that Fannie Willis had gotten a call from the Department of Justice, obviously one of the top officials, saying indict Trump Monday, period. And she said it. Uh, she couldn't do that because they weren't going to be in session. Uh, but uh, 
he's in the and the person on the other end of the line said, well, I don't think you heard me correctly. It has to be done Monday. Well, the then shop has got the message. Yeah, they sure, they sure did. They yeah. they put it out a little early. They they jumped the gun just a little. But I mean, this is this is ridiculous. A, a state a, a state of Georgia that is so proud and so independent, typically and historically, sitting there with a DA taking orders from the Department of Justice like uh, I don't know what. Lou, I'm 29 years old and I refuse to live the rest of my life worried about some tyrannical authoritarian district attorney telling me to be quiet. And uh, that's why I'm continuing to push. And, and I would just encourage those older senators to have a little courage and do the same. I think that you're a, a shining example for them. We're talking with Georgia State Senator Colton Moore, and we're coming right back. Stay with us. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Georgia State Senator Colton Moore. And Colton, I want to start with Governor Brian Kemp making a big splash saying, uh, that he hasn't seen evidence that you've got three-fifths of both bodies uh, to proceed with a special session. Uh, give, give us your your reaction to the governor's statement. Well, the governor and his staff, Lou, need to stop watching CNN and realize that I am encouraging legislators to sign on. I've been on 25 different news appearances in the past 48 hours I mean, I couldn't be more disappointed in this governor. I mean, I even drove the big trucks for Kemp dump truck for him across this state, was a big, adamant supporter of the governor. And all he can do is send out a tweet and talk about the 2020 election and how safe and secure it is. Lou, it took 19 days to certify the election results. Now, the governor could make that statement if it only took 19 hours, but this caused the entire mess we're in today. 19 days to certify the results. These 19 individuals were using their First Amendment right to question the integrity of this election, and now they're being politically persecuted for it. And there was even a study done by uh, Alex Halderman, uh, Michigan professor, uh, which was kept under seal up until June. I mean, we're talking about what was it? Almost two years uh, under seal by a federal judge when that would have been a very interesting uh, study to have been released when it was ready. Uh, this politics in Georgia getting awful Chicago like. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. You couldn't have said it more perfectly. Uh, but the problem is uh, the my constituents here in northwest Georgia, uh, the Chicago style politics scares them none. 
Well, yeah. I wouldn't expect the Georgia to be scared of it, but I would expect them to be more than just a little annoyed about it. Uh, speaking of your fellow uh, uh, legislators, I, I, what do you think the odds are that you can get a, a special session called and start? Uh, and I and I have to commend you. I, I think this is exactly the correct response by any state legislature when you have DAs like uh, Fannie uh, Willis uh, proceeding like this. Lou, I haven't heard not one other suggestion from any other legislator as to how to proceed with what is going on right now. Taking a special session and using our powers as a legislature to defund is what our job is. That's why the legislature was created to be a check and a balance on the executive and judicial branches. That's our job. That's what we have to do. And for legislators to sit around and literally do nothing, they're not even suggesting what else we should do. Um, it, it's mind boggling to me. And, you know, you know, the governor himself, he could call a special session today if he wanted to just with a stroke of his pen. But yet he's the best thing he can say to the news is, well, I haven't seen the signatures yet. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How how far along do you, are you in getting those signatures? How long do you think it'll take? Because obviously he's not going to be of any help or use. Yeah. Lou, I'm not going to stop until the day before we go into session in January. This is the most urgent thing that could be done in our state right now. State tax dollars being used to politically persecute individuals. This isn't about the 2020 election. This is about 2024 and every election thereafter. We cannot worry as political figures whether we're going to be judged or prosecuted for something we say. Um, I mean, what happened to attorney-client privilege? Some of these indicted are simply attorneys to the president, right? It's, it, it's unconstitutional, and we all swore an oath to the Constitution. It's time to hold up our end of the bargain to the people. Colton, uh, you know, the fact is we've got a lot of people responsible here. Uh, for stopping the outrage against President Trump. Uh, what you're doing is exemplary. What the Supreme Court is doing is not exemplary. What the Republicans in Congress and the Senate uh, are doing is not exemplary, to say the very least. They are uh, afraid, uh, paralyzed, for whatever the reason, political reasons, I'm sure all. But it is just disgusting to see what what has become of the the U.S. Congress and the U.S. Senate, uh, the U.S. Senate Republicans led by Mitch McConnell and the the House of Representatives, 118th Congress is doing things never imagined uh, by a modern Congress and in investigating Joe Biden and his crime family. But Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, refuses to call for the impeachment of Joe Biden, despite all of the obvious corruption uh, that uh, pervades his White House and indeed most of the federal government. Yeah, I tell some of my fellow Republicans, you know, first they're going to come after your enemies, then they're going to come after your friends, and then they're going to come after you, but there's not going to be anyone left to speak up for you. And uh, it certainly makes them sober up for, for 15 or 20 seconds before they go back into their their shade tree, I suppose. I don't understand these Republicans. Well, you know, the Republicans are hard to understand right now, all but a handful who are sitting on those committees and chairing those committees. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty outrageous when you think about they have permitted Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, Paul Ryan, 
they sat on their hands and just watched and clucked uh, as uh, the Marxist Dems just devastated uh, the President Trump's uh, first his candidacy, then trying to overthrow his presidency. It's outrageous what they have done. We're talking with Colton Moore. We're going to continue this conversation in just one minute. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Colton Moore, uh, state senator for the great state of Georgia. Uh, Colton, give us your sense. Uh, You've been in office a few years. Uh, You're a a young man. Uh, with obviously terrific judgment and uh, and values, give us your sense of what what you think this country is doing and where we're headed. Well, I mean, I personally think uh, it's uh, very much a tyrannical, authoritarian, far left push to see how much they can get by with, and right now they're winning. And unfortunately, my fellow Republicans um, seem not to have the courage to take action and demand something be done. They are legislators. They are elected to do a job to provide a check and balance. And, you know, I'm I'm struck. I'm confused. I'm who would have ever thought these types of charges would ever come against some someone in our country? And then to see no one taking action and doing anything about it, it just it's perplexing. Yeah, perplexing. I have to tell you, I've been covering uh, government uh, at all levels over the course of my career uh, spans almost a half century. And I have to say, I've never, ever have seen anything approaching this. And I've been around a few uh, crooked elements of government in that period. Uh, And they they were a target of government not the american people right it, it's it's stunning to see and when i think of the the good people who are who, who go to church uh, at every every weekend uh, the good people who are working with their hands every day who were wor- working uh, at jobs uh, that are tough uh, the middle class in this country the middle class working people and their families they've been told basically to go to hell uh, we're going to bring in as many illegal immigrants as we want. We're going to r- run your wages down. Uh, and by the way, wages, once again, are down to 35-year lows once again. Uh, it's it's extraordinary what we have watched our government turn into. Uh, Jim Jordan, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, his weaponization committee, 
what they're revealing is is unthinkable. The government at every level, and I'm talking about the federal government, all the way from the uh, uh, Department of Justice over to the health agencies, they're they're politically compromised, and they are doing the bidding uh, the bidding of I. I think uh, probably I know, but I, I won't say right now. Uh, the, the Marxist Dems have just taken hold of the Democratic Party and turned them into something uh, absolutely salacious uh, and disgusting and anti-American. Absolutely anti-American. And, and fellow Republicans in, in the state of Georgia, and I'm sure elsewhere, it's, it's as if they have such a beef with Donald Trump that they just ignore the fact that his constitutional rights are completely being ignored. Um, you know, they're, they're so worried about their opinion of Donald Trump that it, they don't realize how much bigger this is than the former president. With this type of precedent being set into the future, I mean, we become a third world country. I think there's no doubt about it. And we have the J6 political prisoners, hundreds of them still in, uh, incarcerated in the D.C. gulags. We have uh, no one standing up to say, we've got to stop this. Stop those uh, left wing judges in the District of Columbia. Uh, D.C. is a uh, it's just a it's an alien uh, space within our within our country where there are no rules and the Marxist Dems uh, have absolute power. And the result is their persecution of hundreds of people who whose major crime, 90 percent of them, their major crime was supporting Donald Trump and they're paying onerous penalties. Yeah, very, very sad. Um, I hope your listeners will take that passion, though, and they'll take action on it by calling their legislators. Call them up every morning. They don't answer the phone. Call them the next day. It's very simple. Just take the cell phone, call your representatives, your senators, and just tell them, please do your job. Well, it would be refreshing to see, indeed. Uh, Colton Moore, we have enjoyed talking with you. We appreciate your time. We appreciate what you're doing for the state of Georgia and also uh, for President Trump. Uh, you're doing more than 95 percent of the legislators in the country, and uh, you should be proud of that. And I think that you're your your counsel is correct uh folks let's get on those phones let's call uh from whatever state you're in call into georgia's uh, uh senate and let them know first and foremost uh, what you want them to do uh, and uh, they've got a good leader in colton moore for sure lou Col thank you so much and if you're from outside of the state of georgia too you can always uh help me go into coltonmore.com and you can find out more information information about ways you could you could be of help terrific coltonmore.com correct that's right thank you lou senator colton moore a great american our guest here tomorrow will be judicial watch president tom fitton we take up trump's fourth indictment a weaponized federal government and much more please join us for that here tomorrow follow me on twitter and truth social at lou dobbs and on facebook and instagram at lou dobbs tonight and be sure to check out our website, ludobs.com. Join us tomorrow for The Great America Show. Until then, thanks, God bless you, and God bless America. America.